All right, hey everyone, welcome back to another Profitable Entrepreneur episode. Today, I wanna to talk about five specific things that we are doing uh, and teaching our clients in order to increase our sales conversions. So rather you're selling inside of launches, rather you're selling in the DM or you're selling on consultation calls, um, or, you know, via email or any other way, however you're selling inside of your company, I want to share five of the ways that my clients and I are increasing our sales conversions as we are entering now what we are in, uh, calling a recession. So here we are, we are in a recession officially. And what we want to be doing is looking at how how can we increase our sales conversions during this time? Now, these are not necessarily five new strategies. I just want to be very clear about that. These are things that uh, we have been doing for years. And these are things that um, we've been teaching our clients to do. So these are not new strategies. However, um, we've kind of positioned them a little bit differently and we're doing them slightly, slightly differently. So I just want to kind of start with that. Um, these are things that we have been doing for a while. So I want to really uh, walk through these five things with you guys today. And uh, my recommendation is position these and title these however works for you um, so that they make sense for you and they're in alignment with you and your brand and your goals and your clients and all of that. Um, and remember, like, you're going to, you can use these and tailor these for um, however you work your strategies. Okay. So depending on, like I said, if you're doing, you know, booking calls in the DM or you're booking them on, on actual consultation calls, or, you know, you're doing them, uh, in launches or out of launches, however you are selling and making sales in your business, uh, you or your sales team, these can be five really, 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 uh, awesome strategies that can amplify and increase your sales conversions that you're already doing. Okay. So call them and title them what you will, um, and then use them how you want. My recommendation is probably I would try a couple of these. I'm a big proponent on testing. Um, I know a lot of a lot of people out there, a lot of entrepreneurs, kind of you know throw spaghetti at the wall and just kind of run rampant with lots of different things all at one time, and they don't really have a strategy. Um, I'm not really big about that. I I prefer to do things for 90 days or longer um, and really test it and get as many people through it as I can before I decide if it's going to be a working strategy and also so we can see what worked and what didn't so we can always improve. Uh, hopefully, those of you that are listening here on this uh, podcast, you know, the title is Profitable Entrepreneurs. And so in order to be profitable, we, we have to have consistency and we need to test, right? So uh, you're not going to take all five of these and like go test them all today but I would look at your current uh, sales and marketing strategy. Where do these fit in? Um, and then I would start either you or your team implementing these um, and testing them for 90 days and really seeing you know, how they work. Even 90 days isn't gonna give you all the data, but it'll give you a little bit so you have some direction. Okay, so um, the first thing that we've been doing, and we actually stopped doing this for a while, um, for like years, actually, <laughs> we stopped doing these. Um, and then we brought it back. So we stopped doing this strategy because we really pivoted uh, out of sales consultations. We were not doing a single sales call in my company. 
for years, like three or four years, we did not do a single sales call. And if you have been following us for any amount of time, or you know me, um, we sell high ticket. So um, we have not been doing sales calls for like three or four years to sell our high tickets. We were closing through uh, DMs, through content. Um, you know, that's how we have been closing all of our high ticket sales for the last three or four years. That still works. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, you know, I prefer to close in the DM, absolutely, you can keep doing that. Um, <laughs> you don't have to do anything otherwise. Um, my recommendation is num two things. Number one, if you are making under $10,000 a month. So if you're listening to this and you do not generate $10,000 a month in your business every single month with your eyes closed, then you honestly should be doing sales calls because that is a strong red flag that there's clarity and messaging and positioning and a lack of knowing your audience. There's some disconnect that is causing you to not be able to increase your sales and make more money. If you're not even making $10,000 a month consistently in your business, something in your sales system or process is broke. And so until you fix it, that's not going to change. The fastest way to get clarity, to get down your talking points, and to know exactly who you have in your market and exactly what they want from you right now today, enough that they will pay for it. The fastest way to figure all that out is definitely a million percent getting into a conversation with people and figuring that out. Um, it can take you a decade to figure that out through just emails and social posts. So you absolutely want to consider that um, if, if you are under that 10K a month. So the other reason that you might want to bring back this strategy I'm going to talk about in sales calls, um, if, you, if you're not doing sales calls, the other thing to consider is the recession. Whenever we have economic contraction or we have a recession or we have like right now we have inflation, we have wars, we have a lot going on right now all at once. The the everybody on a global standpoint is being impacted in some way, shape or form with what is going on in the economy. Most people, not everybody, but most people are pulling out and pulling back their spending. They're closing their businesses down. They're pulling back on spending. They're canceling subscriptions. They're just getting really, really frugal with where they're going to spend their money like where are they going to spend it with who and how and so um when we have times like this as business owners as ceos as leaders you have to be adaptable you have to pivot the people that do not pivot their business will not be here when the recession is over if anybody in this whole world no matter how successful you are thinks that they can pretend this is not happening and ignore it and not pivot not be adaptable and not meet your audience where they are right now, because this is not about you. This is their operating reality. And the reality for 90% of the globe is that we are in a recession and they're freaking out about money. So if you ignore that and you just keep doing business as usual, you're probably not going to be in a very good position when this recession is over. So the high recommendation we have is you need to be a leader during this time. Um, I have been talking about this recession for four, four months, I think. Um, I have been prepping my clients for this. I have been, we have been training, we have been educating, we have been making pivots, we have been making changes. 
uh, in our company as well as with all of our clients for the last like three or four months. So months in advance, we've been talking about this. And I still see a lot of people positioning themselves as leaders, not addressing this, not changing what they're doing, not making any pivots whatsoever. And they're not having these discussions with their audience to help set them up for success during this time. That is a head in the sand strategy. And when you pull your head up out of there, you're not going to like what you see. Um, everyone needs to get their head out of the sand and pay attention to the operating reality of your people. Um, and the fact of the matter is, this is some trying times for a lot of people. And so um, one of the things that we have done because of that is we brought back sales calls. Um, it's not because we have to do that. Um, you can close in the DM. We actually still do that. We still close sales in the DM. But we are also monetizing with sales calls to our current audience. So people on our email list, people that we are in DM conversations with, uh, and we're having conversations to speed up the process, but to also really amplify the human connection side of things. I'm just going to say, I'm not even going to get into it because I've already done some podcasts on this. Human connection is going to make or break your business during this recession, period. End of conversation. I will say no more on that. Um, I've done podcasts on this. I have talked about this uh, tremendously over these past few months. Human connection in your business is going to make or break your business in this recession. Uh, it's not even a question of like, do I need to do it or not? Um, and so part of that's the other reason why we are bringing back these sales calls is to add that extra layer of human connection for people that we are in conversation with who are interested in our products and services, who are uh, active in our email list, things like that. People that are in our database as hot and warm leads um, or qualified, we are bringing them into sales calls. Typically, we wouldn't have to do that, um, but we are doing that to speed up the process and to also build in another layer of human connection and trust building advisorship uh, into the strategy. So with all that being said, I wanted to kind of break the ice with that because I think it's critical to understand why we've made some changes and what that looks like and how you can make changes so that you don't look like you are a giraffe with your head in the sand, not paying attention to the reality of the entire globe right now. Okay, so the first strategy that we are doing um, to increase our sales conversions are triage calls. You could call these whatever you want. Um, they're not like connect calls. These are not like, or these are not like um, coffee chat calls, okay? There, there is a difference. You gotta understand the difference. A triage call is an assessment, right? It is a partial qualification call. It, if you think about real life, right? When you go to the doctor, you have triage. It actually says triage, right? And you have to be seen by whoever is the barrier behind that window of the triage, a nurse, a receptionist, whoever that person is, you have to be seen by them and checked in by them and they ask you a series of questions and they go through a process. And that is required of every person coming in before you can actually go in the back and see a doctor. Um, triage calls happen when you want to apply for a loan 
whether it's an auto loan, a home loan, whenever you go for a loan, there's a triage that happens. It's in the form of an application. It's in the form of an application and, and probably a phone call or a come in and sit down and talk with us and show us documentation. We have some questions for you that you need to answer. And when all of that is said and done, we'll submit all of this for final approval. So there's a pre-approval process. This is a triage. Anywhere in the world, if you kind of assess and look around for a minute, you see that people everywhere do triage calls, right? Uh, even for your hair appointments, if you have to make an appointment, you have to call. And what do they say? What kind of, what kind of um, style are you getting? Are you coming in for a haircut? Are you coming in for a perm? Like, what are you coming in for? That is a triage. That's an assessment. They're going to figure out what it is that you want so they can place you on the schedule and tell you what day and time they have available for you. So again, if you really look at anything in the world, there's some kind of triage slash assessment process that takes place before the actual event can happen. Okay, we see this every day in almost everything that we do. Um, same thing if you go to get your favorite coffee at your coffee shop, you have to stand in a line or go through the drive through and they say, hi, there's a there's a monitor that you meet, right? Like there's a stopping point where they're like, what would you like? And you have to place your order. You have to tell them what you want before they can go back and make it. That's an assessment. It's a, tri it's a form of a triage. There's a barrier to entry in everything we do in life. Okay. So in business, we call this a triage call or an assessment call. Um, it is basically uh, a 10 or 15 minute call is how we position these. They're about 10 or 15 minutes. We assess the situation, we qualify the lead, and we move them into a consultation as the next step. Okay. Um, you can do a triage in a DM. You can do it um, on the phone. If you are a solo entrepreneur and you don't have a team, I would just do these in the DMs. I would do these in the DMs and only get on the phone with people that are qualified. If you have sellers, if you have a team, they can get on Zoom and do these calls for you, okay? And then send you only the qualified people um, to do the consult or if they can close for you, even better. But the, the, again, this is why I said, you're gonna have to frame these to work for your strategy and your business model and what your, your business looks like. Um, but triage calls are a really good way to amplify your conversions because you're really only qualifying and getting on the phone with people that are that are qualified. You're you're only getting on the phone with people that are actually interested in in having that sales conversation with you. When you move someone into a sales conversation, you're both supposed to be in agreement that you're getting into a sales conversation. It's a business meeting. And if you are pulling people into sales calls and and you're like tricking them or they don't no, and they're not clear that this is an actual sales call, that's a no-go. That is a no-go. They need to know they're getting into a sales conversation. So you need their approval. Plus, it's going to increase your conversions. So the first thing is we are doing triage calls, okay? Um, these are a barrier so that you are not getting on the phone or into a sales conversation with people that are not qualified or interested or don't have the money to invest. So if you're someone that's like, your time is very limited, um, then you should be doing this. Okay. Um, so that's the first thing. The second strategy is we do a strategy call from our freebies. This strategy has worked so amazingly for us when, whenever we offer it, we don't do these all the time, but there are certain freebies that we will provide and that will go viral and people 
will be like, yes, 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 I want it, I want it, I want it. And what we'll do is we'll give them the freebie. We send it to them via DM. So we'll give them the freebie that they asked for. They said, yes, I want that. And then what we'll do is we'll say, hey, a um, couple quick questions. I'm going to get you this freebie. want to make sure it's absolutely going to be helpful for you or if there's anything else I need to share with you. A um, couple quick questions. And what we'll do is we'll ask a couple qualifying questions that just kind of give us some markers that this person is the right, our right people and that they're going to get benefits from this freebie. And we want to qualify a little bit, okay? So we'll ask a couple questions. If the candidate looks really good, we'll say, listen, also, just wanted to let you know, we are offering, you know, um, 10 or 15 minute calls where we will help customize this freebie for your business specifically. So we'll like, you just bring the freebie with you to the call. We'll go over this with you and we'll help tailor and customize what we're teaching in it for your business specifically so you can actually implement it and get a result. Um, it's about a 10 or 15 minute call. Do you have time for that? Or would you like that? Now, these calls do not necessarily become sales calls, um, right? Because we're not telling them, we're inviting them to a free call, strategy call. We're not inviting them to a sales call. So we're not gonna bait and switch. But when we get on there, sometimes what happens, most times, is that we end up building trust really fast. We uh, qualify them completely through this process. Um, they actually, a lot of times, most often are like, wow, this is, this is so good. Like, and they actually want to know what it, what would be next steps if we were, if they were thinking about working with us or what would that look like? Or what programs do we have? Like they actually show, tell us they're interested. And then we can have that conversation and we can book a sales call. But most often what happens is we build trust immediately. We tailor that PDF for them, that free resource. They go off and execute, they get a result. Then they come back and we follow up two days later or so, ask them how it's going, how else can we support? And we nurture them for about a week or so and boom, they buy, okay? So these do lead to sales. You just don't go into it with the intention of a sale and you don't bait and switch. The third thing we're doing is strategy calls inside of our launches. So we launch every, I don't know, every four months, we do our signature profit launch, right? Where we teach our launch strategy that makes multiple five figures every single launch. And, um, and it's 100% delegatable from team if you have team. So we teach that. And what we'll do with these is we started doing this a couple years ago. And it was amazing how increased our sales were in our launches from this strategy. And also the show up rate. Phenomenal. So we do prep calls. These are strategy calls, but they're prep calls. Basically, people register for your workshop or your masterclass, and you invite them to a call before the launch or the workshop. You invite them to a, like a 10 or 15 minute call. And in that call, you're basically prepping them to have success inside of what you're teaching. So you're qualifying, you're asking questions, you're learning what they really want and need most right now. Um, you're giving them some pre-bonus content to get into to really, really help them. And then you're positioning your workshop um, around their needs specifically, showing them why it's so critical they show up and how you're gonna talk about these things in that workshop. So they're gonna get exactly what they need. I mean, crazy crazy uh, show up rate happens from this. And also the people that, the trend that we've seen over the past couple of years of doing this, the people that actually take us up on those prep calls, not only show up for, for throughout the whole entire launch, which our launch runs five to nine days, they not only show up for all of that, 
but almost 85% of the people that get on those calls are the buyers in our launches. So it's really, really cool to test that and to watch that. Um, so that's another strategy. The fourth strategy that we do is a five word email. We do this once a week. We send out an email to our list and we basically say, hey, Anne, are you still interested in X? And then when they reply yes, we invite them to a triage type of call where again, we will qualify, assess the situation, book them into a consultation, close the deal. Um, those five word emails work great because they're short, sweet, straight to the point. Um, and again, you're really just looking at like, what did those people, I mean, you should be uh, segmenting your email list. If you're not, you should be. But that way you can say, okay, all of these people with this tag are people that signed up and they, they're interested in these topics. I'm going to send them an email specifically to them asking, are you still interested in that? Um, if you don't segment your list, then you probably don't get very good conversions from your email list, but you can start segmenting today and you can try that. Okay. And then the fifth and final thing that we are doing that I wanted to share today, I mean, we're doing lots of things because we're test crazy, but we are also doing a direct invitation. So this can be a post, an email, whatever you want it to be. And it's usually once a week, maybe once every couple of weeks, we will put out a post that says, I'm looking for X amount of people. So five coaches is what I would say, who want to add X dollars. You might use weight loss or something else, depending on your niche. We use money because I'm a sales coach. So I'm looking for X amount of people who want to add X to their dollars in X days, weeks, or months. Uh, comment this word below if that's you. And this is a hand raiser. It literally has all of your bottom feeders check out, right? And it has all your people that are, are interested this that relate to what you just said, it has those people stand out. So you're not only seeing your audience and who you have in there, but you're also building traction, right? You're, you're getting people in conversation, which is, that's how sales happen. Um, today with algorithm and all the things going on with social media, you just cannot put all your eggs in the algorithm basket. You can't rely on just posting an email and you have to get in the conversations. Um, so there's ways to do that without it taking all of your life. So we basically say, hey, I'm looking for five coaches that want to add, you know, maybe like 65 or $70,000 to their current revenue, let's say in the next, you know, 60 to 90 days, I'd probably say 90 days. Um, in the next 90 days, comment, you know, this word below. Um, I would probably say comment, you know, um, comment 65 below or something like that, right? If this is you. And if that's them, then we can get in a DM, let them know a message and then we get in a DM. I usually do a voice note or my team will do a voice note and we'll just say, hey, thanks so much for your interest in this. Couple quick questions um, so I can make sure we, you know, this is, this would make sense for you and we can go ahead and get you some more details. And then we start the process. So again, hopefully these five things were helpful. You could definitely start to think about, you know, uh, what you're doing right now to increase your sales. Um, and if this is not about adding more, this is really about streamlining and looking at what you're already doing and where you can add these elements in there to just amplify it and make it even better. Um, I hope this was super helpful. If you are not in our Facebook group, please pop over to Facebook, search for the coaches community, um, and come join us over there because we go live every single week with sales strategies, top, um, timeless strategies to increase your sales. Um, you know, skyrocket your performance of your team, all the things scaling um, in a sustainable, profitable way. Um, so definitely come join us over there in the coaches community on Facebook. If you have any questions, hit me up in the DMs. We love to chat. So let me know. Um, love to hear your takeaways and what strategies from today you will be implementing in your business. See you soon.